Hey everybody, welcome to episode seven of Springfield USA. I'm Daniel Gummel with Chad Wilson, and today we have Mr. Dan Young, one of the legends behind Young's Jersey Dairy. You've been there. We all know it, because I've been there a lot too. Chad? Dude. Dude, I'm so charged. I'm charged. You know <laughs> why? Dead, man. I think we might get some free ice cream. I hope so. What do you think, sir? We'll find out. Okay. Mr. Young, thanks for being <laughs> on the show. Welcome to Springfield USA. everybody, welcome back. Coming at you, Springfield USA. This is episode seven with Dan Young of Young's Jersey Dairy. We're in Empire Studios, downtown Commerce Point building, historic Springfield, Ohio. Check it out, ohiorecordingstudio.com. So Mr. Chad? Young, when I was a kid, um, four years old, my dad was a police officer in Yellow Springs. And my family used to, that would have probably been the late 80s, we, we used to go to Young's Dairy. And there was a small storefront on the front of one of your dairy barns. And it was always busy. And um, now when I go to Young's Dairy with my kids, I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, um, it's a completely different world. I mean, you, you go in, people are Facebooking pictures from Afghanistan, from all over the world wearing their Young's Jersey Dairy shirts. Can you tell our listeners how you got from a small dairy farm to what you are now? Sure. We started off as just a general farm. We were uh, milking cows, growing wheat and corn and soybeans, and actually leased another farm in Yellow Springs raising hogs. Uh, then in the late 50s is when we first started just selling our milk, which is to us is like our produce. Instead of pumpkins or apples, we had milk. Started directly selling that to our guests, um, kind of eliminating the middle guy. The farmer gets to keep more of the sales. Uh, rather than paying a middle guy to pick it up and go bottle it and sell it in the supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the beginning of Young's retail experience or inviting people onto the farm. Uh, Then a company in Dayton called Muller's came to us and said, hey, looks like you got some activity here, and would you like us to make some ice cream for you since you're not making ice cream? We said, sure. So they started making that for us. We actually shipped our milk into them. Uh, and they would make the ice cream, and we would, in essence, sell it there. Uh, then kind of a next step in our evolution was that Mowers went out of business, which was great for us because it made us figure out how to make our own ice cream uh, right there on the farm. And How so, hard is it to make ice cream? It is not rocket science. Good. Honestly. Yeah. You, you just have to have good and quality ingredients and pay attention yeah. and um, be willing to experiment with new flavors. <laughs> you know, it, we've made some odd ones over the years. Oh, I know you have. Yeah. yeah. What, are just, some, what are some fails that you've had in the flavoring? Uh, believe it or not, uh, it was a, a strawberry uh, jam peanut butter. Okay. I don't know why. It seemed like a that good worked. idea. It just okay. didn't go anywhere. We made an orange macaroon. Okay. Um, that I know. Well, yeah, they're all ice cream. It's all good. Okay. But uh, some flavors really take off well and, and some don't. Uh, but right now we're selling a, one of our best seasonal flavors is pumpkin. Oh, yeah. We have it like three months a year, and it's usually in the top ten for the whole year. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My wife is crazy about anything with pumpkin in it this time of year. Fantastic. I, I don't it's, yeah. it's pumpkin mania. So we started making our own ice cream, making our own decisions on what flavors we wanted and all that kind of thing. And then we kind of, at the same time, are getting more and more into food service. And adding more things in that line, start off with a hot dog and a sausage and french fries and then more. So 
in the late 80s, I read a book by Tom Peters called Thriving on Chaos, and one of the main points in that was what is it that you're selling to your guests, to your customers? And, you know, our thinking was we kind of – I grew up on the farm. Um, we were selling milk. We were selling ice cream. Um, we were selling some food. But observing our guests, paying attention to them, talking to them, and reading that book and also uh, went to a, a Disney course down in Orlando. That must have been rough. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was a rough four days. Um, Someone's got to do it, yes, right? That's right. Someone's got to go. He yeah. drew the short straw, Jeez. so he had yeah. to go to Orlando yeah. for four days. Yeah. And we learned a little bit about how they, you know, do things as far as guest service and began thinking, gee, our our customers weren't just buying the ice cream or the, the, the hamburger or the or the cheese or whatever. They were buying the experience of visiting Young's, right. visiting the farm, driving right. out into the country exactly right. um, and having some family fun there. And so that kind of helped us create our mission statement, which is we create fun for our customers. We That's create fun for our customers. That is awesome. And I use customers. We need one. We do need one. Let's do a Facebook um, shout out. Maybe we, we create can have, fun for Springfield USA. Yeah. Tell us if you like it. Yeah. Or come up with your own and let us know. So keep going. Show. Sure. That's really, even today, that's what we train. That's what defines us. It's on our front sign. As a we create fun for our customers. I use customers or guests kind of interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so since then, all of a sudden we said, well, gee, since we create fun for our customers, it makes sense to build a miniature golf course in the middle of the cornfield <laughs> um, <clears throat> because our guests that were visiting us, visiting the farm, after they ate their ice cream cone or had their hamburger, then they're going, now what? Um, now right. what can we do? And so that's when we first started getting some goats. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of goats there because they're interactive mm-hmm. with our guests. Yeah, so Mr. Young, so <clears throat> one of the stories I was going to ask you about was my first memory, I think, of Young's was not miniature golf. It was actually uh, a goat that ate my shoelace. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty upset. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was in like kindergarten or something. And I came down with two shoelaces and two shoes. And I came back to school that afternoon with one shoelace. Uh, They've been known to that? nibble on uh, shoelaces, uh, uh, clothes. Yeah. Uh, if you're petting one and you're holding your ice cream over here, it's fair game. Oh, I've seen that happen. That's the give yeah. and go. They I've, work together. I've never been able to get a shot of that, but I, you know, really? unless I stage it and I don't really want to do that, but I have seen it happen. Right. And, uh, you know, or someone comes in the store and says, yo, my the goat just ate. Okay, here's another one. You know, it's okay. Just <laughs> maybe keep it a, five feet away <laughs> from the goat. But, yeah, they, they're great. They're, they're a lot of fun. Uh, the goat's... You know, compared to, you know, we had the baby calves and the other animals you can see, but goats are just way interactive and fun. They're always doing something. They'll eat out of your hand. A calf eating out of your hand, his tongue's like that long. It's frightening yeah. to <laughs> even adults. The sandpaper <laughs> yes, tongue that's yes, this, yeah. this thick. Yeah. yeah. So the goats are great for that. Yeah. yeah. So you figured out that you were selling the, the experience mm-hmm. and the fun. And that's, I mean, that's why I go there. That's why everyone goes there. Tell me about... You know, how did you guys kind of then become kind of this really iconic brand or kind of this legendary brand where you'll have soldiers in Afghanistan, uh, you know, send you pictures of their of them wearing a Young's T-shirt and whatnot. And talk about that wall with the T-shirts a little bit. And sure. What that means. Believe it or not, that's from another Tom Peters book called uh, In Search of Excellence. Tom Peters sounds like a great yeah. guy. Yeah. He, he's a good guru. Yeah. 
And one one of his stories he told about was a place in uh, actually a dairy that grew up to be a, something different in Connecticut called Stu Leonard's. And one day a guest mailed in a picture of them holding a Stu Leonard's grocery bag in Moscow. So he just put it up on a bulletin board. And then all of a sudden, everybody started sending in their pictures of Stu Leonard's everywhere around the world. So I thought, that's a cool idea, but I'll do it one better. I'll sell a T-shirt and with Young's on it. And the very first picture we ever did was me and my son. You, can you guess where? Orlando. Yes, you're right. Uh, <laughs> Disney World. Yeah, about 30 years ago. I put the one picture up there. I didn't say who it was uh, and just said, hey, send us your pictures. That's right. all I put on it. Right. And now we have thousands of them. Right. And like as you said, the military, since we're you know very close to Wright-Patterson and, of course, the Springfield Air National Guard, um, we've got lots and lots of pictures of in various places around the world with the military right. and, and just people on vacation, right. people underwater. Took a long time to get the Antarctica, but now I think we got seven or eight from Antarctica. Right. You know, newborn babies and, and, and just all kinds of things. So, you know, that's part of our um, what we are. You know, we create fun for our customers. Folks feel a connection to Young's. They grew up there just like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You were talking about. Your family grew up there. Now you're bringing your kids there. And we've been there long enough. There's probably at least three generations. You know, now grandparents are bringing their grandkids there. Uh, and so they just feel that connection to the farm, to Young's, you know, because it's a fun place to go to and, and hang out for a half a day or so. So, Mr. Young, so you've got, I'm sure, a boatload of or farm load yeah. worth of uh, stories of growing up on the farm and, and being at Young's. Can you tell us? One or two of them? Sure, yeah. When I was uh, younger, when I was working on the farm, one of my first jobs was uh, taking care of the baby calves. And then as I got a little older in, in the high school, I was still working on the farm a lot and then just starting to dip ice cream. But I think one of the more exciting times on farms is when the cows get out. You know, you get the call at 2 o'clock in the morning from a neighbor saying, I think I just saw some of your cows running down the road. And so then you got to, you know, go find them, yeah. get them back. They don't go very far. Uh, they just, you know, the, the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. It's that, that kind of a thing. That is so true. Yeah, and Beautiful they just got to go check it out. Jeez. And usually they'll come right back. And uh, But it was some exciting times chasing them around. Yeah. Um, I think they were heading for Orlando. Yes. Probably, right. <laughs> they heard about it. So do you take like a lasso and a horse or like No, a you just run around and okay. yell a lot okay. and whistle okay. and say, yo. You know, I, I would have taken a lasso and a horse. Right. Yeah, well. Or like a bike. I, yeah, a bike like, maybe. Like a huffy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lasso and a horse would do me no good at all. Um, and then another story I like to tell, because I do all of our guest service training at Young's, and I do like to tell this story. I tell all the, the young folks that we're training about innovation and creativity, and your ideas are important. Um there was a, probably 30 years ago when we first started making, around the time when we first started making our own ice cream, a young lady named Jenny came to me and says, I got a great idea for a flavor of ice cream. And she told me what it was. I said, that won't work. But she was very persistent. And so about once a week, she would say, Dan, you need to make this flavor of ice cream because it'll sell very well. I said, but we got one just like it. Why would someone want that? Um, and so I'll go into the next part of the story. Why would someone eat ice cream with raw cookie dough in it? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because yeah. we already got no we always got cookies and cream. Why would we need two cookie flavors? This is in the back in the time when we maybe made 25 or 26 flavors all year total. Huh. Yeah. Now we make close to 100 because we rotate them around, you know, different mindset. So obviously it was cookie dough ice cream. And for probably nine out of 10 years, it's usually the number one flavor that we sell. And so I always use that as a story is that if you got an idea and you know it's right, right. Mm-hmm. you know, don't give up. I don't, wherever you're working, you know, if your boss says no, figure out another way to say it. Right. Be a pain. Be persistent, whatever word you want to use. You know, go around your boss. Go do it yourself, whatever. If you got a good idea and you know it's right, it will work. You know, be persistent because yeah. I'm glad she did. So that's perfect to kind of segue into the next part. Chad and I, I mean, the reason why we started Springfield USA was we felt there was, we know, we know that there's a need to speak good words over Springfield mm-hmm. and, to, and to get uh, just a, a creative spirit back into the city. And we've always, like, we consider Young's to be one of the gold standards of here in the area that, that has managed to, um, to create and foster a sense of, of inclusion and creativity that anybody can come there. What came about that you knew that you needed to do that? Well, a lot of things can be small trials. Right. That we were making our ice cream at the time. And it was more of the, at that time, it was more like, okay, I'll make a batch I'll show you that it won't sell, and then you'll shut up, you know? Right. <laughs> but then I said, okay, observed. Oh, it works. All right, so now we need to sell more of that. Um, the other ideas that we've done in adding more activities to Young's and that sort of thing, um, it's really having a mindset of paying attention to the world, right? paying attention to your staff, paying attention to your customers, listening. Uh, you know, no, I'm not trying to pretend perfect, um, but, you know, hey, there's an idea, there's an idea, write it down, remember it. Um, I got a folder of stuff that might work someday. Well, you know, miniature golf, when we first went to that, that was the first major activity that we added. Yeah. It was a little odd, you know, I made up a nice report. I did some market research using my, uh, I graduated from Miami University, a business degree at Richard the time. Richard T. Farmer School of Business. Yep, it wasn't, he wasn't there yet, but, okay. you know, or maybe he was, but it wasn't named that. Maybe they should name it the Dan Young School no, of Business. No, no. No, <laughs> I'm sure he gave a lot of zeros okay. to get that name on there. Um, so, you know, we, I, I did some research, and I'm, miniature golf was actually one of the lowest things chosen. But I figured out, I, I looked at it, I said, I asked a question wrong. Because I said, basically, do you want to do something else when you're at Young's? Yes. Okay, here's a list of 10 things. I said, you know, miniature golf. Well, no one understood what I meant. Um, by that. They didn't know I meant farm theme with a windmill, with a cow that moves when you get a hole in one in the 18th hole, and that kind of a thing, and a you know, little water wheel. And, and so it looked like it belongs on a farm. And so um, when I went to our, our local bank and I said, you know, I need some money to basically pour some concrete in the middle of a cornfield, put some astroturf on it, and put 18 holes in it, and uh, tell you what, there's a lot of people are going to want to do this. Um, I certainly didn't tell them that that was the lowest thing that everybody chose. I said, because I know I'm right. You know, I know yeah. that's what they, that's so what they're telling me. I just didn't ask yeah. the question right. And, uh, you know, when you're talking to the bank, they believed in it. Um, but something like that, there's no secondary use. You know, if you're building a building for a restaurant, you always put another restaurant in it. You can convert it to a house or whatever. But this was just concrete in the middle of a 
<laughs> some water in the middle of a cornfield with 18 holes in it. There's no secondary use. Yeah. Uh, He's got work. that irrefutable entrepreneur. He does. I was just going to say that very thing. Like you are the quintessential entrepreneur. And I'm so thankful that you're here in our community because we need more people like you to come here. Um, what would you say to like an entrepreneur that's in Columbus or Dayton or maybe even San Francisco that's thinking about Springfield, Ohio? What would you maybe say to them about the workforce here, about the opportunities here? Do you have anything that you'd speak to them? Sure. The, the, well, especially if you're talking about San Francisco, boy, you're going to be surprised how inexpensive it is to live in Springfield. <laughs> A lot less expensive. But there, there's so many, you know, there's great universities around here. A lot of well-trained people. Um, that are that have that spirit to want to make things happen. It's a great area to be in. There's a lot of resources to use. You mentioned Aileron before. We've used Aileron. That's the Clay Mateel, um school to help businesses get to the next level of professional management, um, not just kind of winging it out of the garage. But, okay, now i got something going. What can I do next to help ourselves? That's a great asset around here. Uh, and they, they work with hundreds of different companies, and we've used them for maybe 15 years, maybe more than that, maybe close to 20 years as far as helping us grow. Um, and so, you know, there's just a lot of, in the, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, um, not just in Springfield, but, you know, Young's is, has the benefit of being on the Clark County. Green We're in Clark County, County but yeah. Green County borders our farm. Okay. In fact, the Christmas trees, you see, they're actually in Green County. Right. And so we work with the Yell Springs uh, Chamber of Commerce and then the Dayton and the Beaver Creek and the Xenia and the Fairborn. Um, you know, everybody cooperates, which is not normal, or I, should, I shouldn't say normal. It doesn't happen a lot. And so that is really helpful if you're a business, you're wanting to do some things. There's lots of people you can ask for help. And, boy, people are just willing to help you out, uh, give you some advice and, and even more than that, um, to help you get going. If you give them free ice cream, probably. Well, that, you know, yeah. free ice cream. Yeah. I'll do anything. Yeah. Mr. Young, every week we play a trivia game, trivia game called Step Into the Ring with Davey Moore. We prepare a list of questions in honor of the famous boxer from Springfield. And we're ready to play. We're hoping that you get, you're ready to go. Uh, not so much. I'm not feeling that. You know, I think it would be a better idea. If I challenge you guys. A better idea. Yeah, better idea. Okay. And we go out to the farm and we challenge you with some things on the farm and see how well you do. Dude, I'm not a farmer, but I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Is there free ice cream? Yes. All right. Dude, you ready? We're getting called out, man. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's do Mr. it. Mr. Young, thanks for inviting us. All right. Springfield USA is going to Young's Jersey Dairy. Stay tuned.